0: Hi there, and welcome to the Pursuit of Wholeness podcast. My name is Sally Twelman, and I am obsessed with all things wellness, the basics like food, nutrition, and fitness, and all the other things that help us feel well and be our best, like mind-body medicine, meditation, breath work, mindfulness, thought work, and some more tangible things, like finding balance and creating better habits, and figuring out how to do all the things so that we can feel our best as women, as mothers, and as multifaceted humans. Believe me, I understand this balancing act because in addition to being a dietitian and an integrative wellness coach, I am also a mom of three busy kids. I'm just trying to do my best every day, but I'm super excited you're here As I share my knowledge and experience, and as we seek and learn together how to feel well, be healthy, and live a fulfilling life in our own pursuit of wholeness. Let's get started. Hey, hey, my friends, it's summertime. If you are listening to this at when it comes out, it is the beginning of June. So that means summertime here in the US. I live in Texas, so it is beautiful and sunny. So many days out of the summer and I just love it. I thrive on the with the the heat. I know <laughs> so many people complain about the heat. And yes, when it gets above 100 for many days in a row, it does feel pretty oppressive, but I just love the sunny weather, the big blue skies, The time in the water, the trips to the beach. I love all of that. So, because I love it, and because I have made so many amazing memories with my family being around water, it always makes me really, really sad when I talk to women or I hear stories and they hate the summer or they don't hate the summer, but they really dread swimsuit season because they have such an unhealthy relationship with their body that they won't get in a swimsuit. I've had women tell me that they haven't been in a swimsuit for years and they have little kids, which to me means that they have have missed out or they are potentially missing out on so many opportunities to make memories with their families, being at the pool, going, to the beach, I heard one story, a friend of mine told me that her sister-in-law refused to go on a family vacation because it was a beach vacation. And that makes me really, really sad. And it really brings me to something that I have been meaning to talk about on this podcast because it is such an important focus for any health journey. And that is cultivating a real sense of love and appreciation for your body. So it is totally fine for us to be wanting to get healthier, get fitter, but completely shutting off one area of our life or not allowing us to do something that could really bring us joy just because we don't look the way we think we should, we don't weigh what we think we should, is really, I think, really unfortunate. We in this society have conflated self-worth and self-esteem really with the way our our body looks. In this society, we have really conflated self-worth and self-esteem with body size. And don't get me wrong, it's totally fine to want to be fitter, to even want to lose weight if that is needed. But to deny yourself such joy because of body shame, I hate this for you. (laughs) If this is something that you struggle with, the ability to get into a swimsuit and let loose because you are so worried about what other people are thinking or the way you think about your body. And that's truly what it comes down to. Because really, when you go to the pool or the beach, most people are worried about themselves and how they look in the swimsuit and how, <laughs> and what they're doing with their kids and what their kids are doing and who they're talking to. But we get so wrapped up in our mind that we talk ourselves out of things before we even get there. I don't want you to limit yourself. What I really want for you to do is to learn how to cherish and love your body as you are now, because it's only when we begin to cherish ourselves that we begin to treat ourselves like someone who is worth cherishing. Yes, you're a work in progress. I'm a work in progress. We're all a work in progress, (laughs) but By starting with a place of love and acceptance, you know that you are worth the work. And that is truly the beginning place of any real change. The role of self-love and self-acceptance in the weight loss journey and the health journey is so critical to long-term success and really overall well-being. So often people begin these weight loss journeys wanting to achieve some certain body size or body shape because they think it's going to make them happier, make them more accepted, make them feel freer. But really, freedom begins in the mind. And freedom begins with this really embracing who you are now, regardless of your body size, shape, the way you fit into a swimsuit. I mean, they make swimsuits of all shapes and sizes. They make beautiful cover-ups. So really recognizing that your worth goes beyond how you look and what the scale says, and it really is who you are, not the way you look. So treating yourself with kindness and respect and compassion truly has to be the starting point of really any health journey. And here are some reasons why. So whenever we begin, or whenever we want some change within our body, we want to gain more muscle, we want to be fitter, we want to maybe lose some weight, we have to cultivate a really intrinsic or internal motivation to begin these changes. And if that motivation is always some some external, I need to look differently, I need to fit into a swimsuit, people always lose the mark. <laughs> because really, essentially, that is not super long-term motivating. But if you are someone who is worthy and you cherish yourself and you want to give yourself the best just like you would give to anybody else who you love in your life, those changes are more sustainable because you can really connect the short-term discomfort with the long-term, I love you, I cherish you, this is good for you. It's also so important to, whenever we are changing the way we eat, is to come to, again, have that more internal loving motivation. Because self-love really encourages us to have a more compassionate and a balanced approach to eating. Whenever we are coming at it from a place of punishment or restriction, then we can hang on for a little while, but we always fall off the wagon. So when we have a loving, compassionate approach to eating, this allows us to really begin nourishing our body with whole foods, understanding our hunger cues, and begin finding a balance between really staying aligned to our goals and maybe indulging sometimes, and then being okay with when we indulge, because when we give ourselves permission to be more indulgent, and we really enjoy those moments, it makes being more aligned or being more strict so much, so much easier. And really one of the biggest reasons why embracing self-love and self-acceptance is so important in this journey is that it really builds confidence and empowerment. And so many people get it wrong. They think that once I lose that weight, I'm going to feel confident. Once I can fit into this, that, and the other clothes, then I'm going to feel confident. Confidence is actually what builds the ability to make those changes. Embracing self-love and self-acceptance really empowers you to take control of your own journey and helps you make decisions that are best for yourself. Self-love builds self-confidence from within. So you learn to appreciate your progress, continue to stick to and set realistic goals, and most importantly, acknowledge your efforts. I call these non-scale victories you begin to really notice these non-scale victories when you go for a walk with your friend instead of meeting for drinks. Not that meeting for drinks is not good, but you start to develop habits that are more aligned with the new you you're becoming, the more confident you you're becoming, and that begins to become who you are and what you practice. And that is that is the core of how people truly begin to change. So, how do you begin to <laughs> cultivate embracing your beach body, right? <laughs> cultivate body positivity and cultivate a new sense of self-love and compassion that really begins to to change the the journey for you, the weight loss journey, the wellness journey. So, first and foremost, You have to practice self compassion. Treat yourself with the same kindness and understanding that you would offer a close friend, your children. Begin to really, really acknowledge your imperfections or your mistakes or your setbacks, but do it without judgment and so much self criticism. And you can use things like this is what I've done before. Previously, I would have stopped and gotten donuts in the morning the new me is going to do this next thing. And it's not that you are being so judgmental about your old habits. It's just that you are really acknowledging that was your old habit. Now you're doing something differently. Offer yourself words of encouragement and support when things get hard too. And that is such an important part of self-compassion is getting into the practice of when maybe things don't go exactly like you had planned. You say like, oh, okay, here we are. No big deal. What led me to this point? But I know I'm going to get better. Next is to challenge your negative self-talk. Become really aware of that negative inner dialogue that is sabotaging you. And replace some of those self-critical thoughts with more positive, affirming statements. Reframe some of the negative self-talk by focusing on your strengths, on what you already have accomplished, and your unique qualities. And maybe even surround yourself with some positive affirmations or some mantras that really help to rewrite some of those negative thoughts in your mind. Because really, negative thoughts are really just practice thoughts. So we think that our thinking is truth. It is who we are. But really, those thoughts have just been created in our mind due to some other circumstances. So if they have been created, you can create new thoughts that you can begin practicing that are going to replace the old negative self-sabotage thoughts. And that is basically what mantras are. So begin to challenge that negative thinking by developing intentional positive thinking. Okay, next is to practice mindfulness. So what is mindfulness? Mindfulness is just the practice of being aware of your present moment, and noticing what is happening around you or maybe in your mind and not labeling it as good or bad, not attaching judgment to it. And this can be hard because we often don't notice (laughs) what is going around us because we live a very distracted life. So one of the best ways to start cultivating mindfulness is just to begin practicing mindful things, engaging in relationships or (laughs) engaging in activities that promote mindfulness, like mindfulness meditation. You know, I'm a big fan of meditation. I need to do a meditation podcast. (laughs) But mindfulness meditation, also yoga, journaling, mindfulness really helps you observe your thoughts and emotions without judgment. And this helps you foster a deeper understanding and a deeper love and respect and acceptance of yourself. Next, it's really important to embrace self-care. So people throw around the word self-care, and I saw this post (laughs) recently about someone who talked about, like, this is my self-care for the week, and it was like two-hour massage and acupuncture appointment. And it was so many of these like really higher level, very expensive things that you can do that support self-care. But really, I think self-care are just the daily actions that help you build that loving rapport with yourself, putting yourself first, Things that bring you joy, things that help you relax, things that help you bring back, bring yourself back to yourself. These are going on walks, taking baths, practicing hobbies, spend time with your girlfriends, eating well, taking time to meal plan, going to the gym if you want to. To me, self care is just taking the time to take care of yourself. We as women and mothers so often put everybody else before us and that burns us out and it makes us feel, it reminds us or it reinforces the thought that we aren't worth the time. So start creating a practice that reminds you that you are worth the time. You are worth the effort. The other things can wait because your needs are really important too. So set aside time to engage in these self-care practices that really bring you relaxation, bring you health, and bring you back to yourself. Next, really begin, and this is one of my favorite things, and I think one of the most important things, is beginning to practice gratitude. Gratitude, with all the things that brought you to where you are today, brought you to the body that you have right now. So cultivate a gratitude practice by focusing on the positive aspects of your life. (laughs) The negative stuff is super sticky, right? (laughs) We can lay in bed thinking about all the things that we wish could have gone differently or we didn't do or we didn't do from our to-do list, and we sometimes forget to think about all the things that have gone well, that have gone well really in our life in general, and then have gone well today. So regularly getting into the practice or getting into the practice of regularly practicing gratitude, gratitude for your body, gratitude for your abilities, gratitude for your blessings, which no matter how hard your life is, you have blessings. You have things that that have been given to you. It could have just been a smile for that day. So really begin the practice of focusing on those things because practicing gratitude shifts your focus from what you lack and what isn't working to what you have. And when you can start seeing what you have This is such beautiful fertilizer for helping to promote self-love and self-acceptance. So I really want you to find joy in this summer. Get into that swimsuit, go to the lake, take your kids to the pool and get into the water and really be free. I'm going to attach, I I wrote this article years ago and it it said, Be the Mermaid. And I was struck by, I went to a pool one time. And this is actually a slight side note. I'm not sure why I'm bringing it up, but (laughs) it popped into my mind. So I was at the pool with the kids and I noticed these like preteen girls who were like hanging out. And then all of a sudden they started like jumping in the pool, getting out, jumping in the pool, getting out, swinging their hair around. I was like, what are they doing? And then I noticed that they had their phones propped up. And this was probably seven to 10 years ago. No, it couldn't have been that long ago, maybe like five years ago, but it felt like before social media for the younger kids really blew up. And it was a really good reminder for me and also reminder, I think about that really often that we live our life for other people. We can also stifle our life for other people. So this summer, I want you to not live your life for any constrained idea of how you look, where you should be, what your body should be look like. Go out and get a cute swimsuit that fits you right now, that you feel good in. Get a cute hat, a cute cover up and go to the pool and really enjoy yourself because life is too short to hide inside because you are not exactly where you want to be. Okay, my friends, thank you so much for joining me. And I hope you have so many fun adventures this summer. I have some really fun things planned for this podcast this summer, really focused on the summer, healthy eating, vitamin D, (laughs) so many fun things. So, I wish you all the best this summer. And as always, thank you so much for joining me today. And I wish you so much health and happiness on your own pursuit of wholeness. I'll see you next time.